0: I do like that snappy music. We are two canters that have walked into a bar. I am Canter Matt Axrod from <laughs> Scotch Plains, New Jersey, and I am here with the inimitable
1: and very pink today in, in my dress.
0: Inestimable?
1: Ines- the es- is that inestimable.
0: Inestimable. The, oh, you the existential? Just, I'm just making up adverbs. I'm totally I'm just making existential. Up, I'm just making up adverbs. Until I
1: introduce myself, huh? So, so, so I am Cantor Penny Myers from, from Temple Betzine in Buffalo, New York. Buffalo, New York. Now, Buffalo, we're looking good.
0: All right, calm down, Penny. That was actually a slogan that <laughs> my brother-in-law and I always
1: oh, sing to each that, other. Oh,
0: that's funny. You, you have to be on your best behavior. At least temporarily, because we are in the process of ordering our drinks and we want to get good service but from the bartender. we are on
1: location today, man. We are
0: on location. Before, wait a minute. Before we discuss our special on location, we we need to acknowledge the fact that this is the part in our podcast <laughs> where our regular listeners and if if you're not a regular listener, do go back to episode one and listen to the, all of the and ones two, that you've missed so far and, and three and so and forth one. and so on. But this is the part where we generally make anti-buffalo jokes
1: call them anti-buffalo no, we particularly we, 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 no and we, when I say we, we I mean I yes I, I am rough does. on buffalo and it's ironic because you're from New Jersey
0: I, uh, you're and you I know have, what you're right you have no answer for that I have no answer <laughs> I, have absolutely no response, I have no response to that and thank you I, I, what I want to know is was, why did it take you so long come, to counter with that because <laughs> <laughs> you're absolutely right but we decided the that we would of New York we, State. We, nice. You guys are the cropped uh, And and I'm New York. not even I'm not even gonna respond to that no, because you know it's we true. have decided that at least temporarily, temporarily. <laughs> maybe maybe only for this one episode. <laughs> we're we're gonna be kindler and gentler you know to Buffalo. So tell we, you, we're we're any gonna be nice to our our friends in Buffalo. No. Uh, which, which is just the jewel of Western New York. Oh, and yes. I actually kept a straight you, face when I said that.
1: No, you he totally had a straight face because for all of you out there in listening land, I want you to know. That I love Buffalo. My husband and I, and our three children, and both sets of our parents, we love Buffalo. We actually chose to leave the.
0: Many people choose we, to leave but, oh, <laughs> oh, I, Buffalo. I did that, that happened. No! But Never mind. We
1: chose to leave the Research Triangle, Durham, North Carolina, which is a booming town.
0: With Raleigh <laughs> and Chapel Hill. How many na- how many places can we name drop? <laughs> hey, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Kansas.
1: Oh, actually. We are we are on location, which we haven't okay, talked about right, yet. We will. And we're not in Buffalo. Someday.
0: Someday. We Matt will we we actually will. fulfill we his will. his
1: his obligation.
0: When we actually record an episode from Buffalo, we will we will make it, an homage to Buffalo. We'll, we'll make the whole episode it'll be, a tribute to Buffalo.
1: It'll be a feast for your ears. Okay. So, 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 no, I'm just continue, saying that continue. my husband and I, Ben and I, made the choice to make Aliyah to move up from North Carolina back home to Buffalo. And for any of all y'all who are out there in listening land who've never been to Buffalo, you really should check it out. It is actually, you know, it is... It has changed so much. Most people think of snow. Is this
0: commercial going to go on for a long time? It's
1: going on for a very long time. As long as I have the airspace and continue. I have the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> You'll listen go to ahead. everything i Go ahead. I'll be turning your microphone off pretty soon, but continue. <laughs> but I will say that Buffalo is just incredible. And y'all right. got to come.
0: All right. Okay, so y'all I'm, gotta glad, come. I'm glad we went that direction. So y'all got to come brings us into our discussion of being on location. We are here in Louisville, Kentucky, Is that of Louisville, all places.
1: Louisville. Well,
0: I, I, apparently there are a lot of ways to pronounce it. The only two I can possibly think of are Louisville, or some people or I guess Low-Ville. maybe I say Louisville, or Louisville, Louisville, which seems to right, which seems to be a silly way that tourists would pronounce it, even though we are technically tourists. But They're totally tourists. I I think it's Louisville. And what in the world are we doing? We're two canters who have walked into a bar in Louisville, Kentucky. Yeah. Which is a great place to drink because, you know, here we are and it's all bourbon all the time. But Penny, what are we doing here in Louisville, Kentucky?
1: All bourbon all the time. Oh, oh what no, are we really, really doing, here. doing that's right. We are here for the 72nd
0: That's right. annual
1: annual Cantor's Assembly International Convention right. cause there are people here from that's all over the world. Way. And we are here in Louisville. Until I said it right. You did. Louville. Because I and, think it's one of their pet peeves of how us foreigners. <laughs> well,
0: foreigners. How us foreigners.
1: all of us foreigners from Jersey. <laughs> <pronounced>, <laughs> or, or Buffalo. Or Buffalo. <laughs> That's right. Or Canada. Or even Missouri, which is next door. Um, how, how we all pronounce the name of L-O-U-I-S-V-I-L-L-E. louisville
0: Louville. So greetings from Louisville. We are here for our convention. We have not it is, been to
1: a distillery yet. No,
0: because the we haven't. It, we Had can't. Time. Wait, there's no time. We can't even leave our wonderful venue here because we are jam packed with programming and sessions and learning. concerts and learning. And it is it's canter camp. It, it, I always get a. This is funny. I always get a funny reaction um, from actually from my students. When you typically, take- when I say I'll be away next week, I'm going on a cantors, I'm going on my Cantor's convention, and, and they, are, they You have a Cantor's convention. <laughs> my
1: students say that too. Even adults say that. Yeah, drives me a little batty.
0: It, it is, and of course yeah because it's it's professional development. Team. It may, that well that will bring us into the topic for today's episode. But it, <laughs> I thought it was bourbon.
1: <laughs> bourbon is the
0: topic of every episode. Is this
1: the home place of bourbon?
0: Uh, is this
1: the birthplace of bourbon? I, we, should okay, we should know that. I we should know We haven't that. been out in the I city to know. I mean,
0: Kentucky for sure, Kentucky bourbon. I think, I'm not sure, and maybe when somebody listens to this, they'll you can comment on it or email us or something like that. And we're happy to I,
1: take sponsors I from Knob Creek or... Sure,
0: absolutely. Or Woodford Reserve,
1: Bullet, or I Jim Beam here in Kentucky.
0: I think that bourbon used to be made all over Kentucky, and eventually made its way into the city, into Louisville, and it had to do with as, as bourbon became more mainstream and and upscale, and and it became something that people really appreciated, like fine wine and all the different, and and it became. Something like that. I'm, I'm not really sure, but I think it used to be made out, uh, let's say, in the country or out of the cities, and then made its way back. Um, and there are lots more distilleries and places that are making it. Um,
1: we haven't been to a distillery yet, but we, we all leave tomorrow.
0: That's it. Our convention is over. Tomorrow. So, why don't you just take a minute and describe what goes on at Cantor's Convention?
1: Oh, I love Cantor's Convention. I know. It's I, nice. I, people call it convention, I call it conference, those... I think those, and you have, terms, and you do have
0: a nickname for it.
1: I call it Cantor Camp
0: because it's a lot like summer Camp. It is. When you go and you get to see your friends that you only see the one time a year.
1: Yeah, but not even like more than that, though, because not only do I see them only once a year, if they if they go or if I go. I mean, I've I've had good luck so far, and my shul has been Temple of Zion has been extremely generous in spirit and allowing me to be out of the office so I can attend this, but this is also professional development. It's not just bourbon all the time, and it's not just old fashions all the time, but I love learning from my colleagues.
0: Our, our colleagues, collectively, are the best. Are the best. They, are, they just represent the most incredible talent, and skills, and abilities, and and, and just all different areas and, and different disciplines. And there's so much to learn from our colleagues, and just being in their presence is well, it's a little intimidating actually because they're just it's so talented.
1: Well, Matt, you you've been in, you've been in the CA a long time. I I've mean, been
0: in the CA since are, the early '90s. It
1: was a little uh, long in the tooth. <laughs> <So laughs> long,
0: in the, long, long in, How well, did that long in the? <laughs> But we, we digress, but where did that expression come from? I don't from? know,
1: but my husband says it. Long I in the tooth. love when you, he says it. A little, little
0: long in the tooth. little long in the tooth. You don't, your teeth oh, t- don't get longer when you get older. Your gums
1: recess. <laughs> this is, and this poor city is probably dying is, for us to recess I, from it tomorrow because I, there's a lot of music and... A lot of words happen in here.
0: Absolutely. We should get... We're going to run out of time. We we, we haven't even discussed... (laughs) Well, thanks for joining us, (laughs) everybody. Yes, yes. We're all long in the tooth. We're all long in the tooth. (laughs) Our topic uh, here in Louisville is we want to talk about Cantorial pet (laughs) peeves—things that just there's such a thing. Things that nothing major, nothing, no heavy lifting here, but just things that get under our skin a little bit. And we figured this would be a perfect venue to talk about this because we are here with our colleagues from all over the country, and actually all over the world, who we all speak the same language, we all use the same vocabulary, we all get it. So things that. Bother us or get under our skin, or things that we just find vaguely irritating or irk us. How many different synonyms can I use? Probably have the same effect on all of our colleagues, and it's something that we all share in common.
1: Right. And, and P.S. This is not just limited to decanters. You know, all I, this professions, is every profession. All professions. Since ever. Google came out, everyone's an expert on everything now. Yeah. Just well, kidding, that. But. So
0: I, I'll bet you anything at a medical convention that if you said what's one of your pet peeves it's all say, about patients what, going who, on patients webmd, WebMD and then if come you want
1: to in- sponsor webmd we are okay to do that you know you may need to look at our livers
0: yeah, that's right penny start with your first pet peeve my what, first pet what, peeve What not like what drives you crazy but just what gets under your skin a little bit
1: it gets under my skin because I can't solve it okay. so this is this is what it is you know a, um, a congregant will come up to me and say you know cancer. I've I've only, you know, I I know I only come two or three times a year, okay?
0: <laughs> but and then but. <laughs> nothing good is coming. Like you know, you know,
1: co- nothing good is coming from. I only come from two to three times a year because you've no idea what they're gonna say, and and they and and this is the common um, ask, the common golden ask that they ask of me. Can you sing that one, Micha Mocha? You know the traditional one, the one that I grew up with. the tra- traditional,
0: the traditional, right? Traditional has several meanings. First of all, traditional is the most uh, common Jewish composer of all music throughout this. Yeah. it's like the. If you don't know anything, right? Like you don't know anything. It's like, oh well, that one was made. That one was composed by a traditional. Yes. And, and traditional means I it was that somebody heard it twice. And it's traditional that's right it's that's beca- right it's, now it's, like become traditional. it's
1: custom now all right
0: so go on I so answer.
1: yeah no no so they'll be you know they'll say to me you know can, you know you know the the traditional micha mocha the one the one i remember seeing it when i was growing up in long island and of course my next response wanting to please people and to give people a spiritual experience i say to them well hmm that's a doozy let me ask you, how does it go? Can you sing a little bit hum for a few me? Bars. Hum a few bars. Yeah, hum a few bars. Name this tune. And they'll look at me blankly, and they'll say, you know, I would, but I just don't remember how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> and that's my, like, you know, as if I'm a human iPod, I have this vague... A mind...
0: Not only a human iPod, a, a music... A, a mind-reading... A human-
1: mind-reading, time-traveling music I- iPod to go back into their...
0: So, shul- k- so in other words... Could you please sing a song that I don't know and that you don't know?
1: A part of me wants to respond to like you like sure? I just I'll did. Do it. I mean, Didn't you know it? I'll yeah. do it
0: next shop. You say, yeah, I'm going to do it next week. <laughs> yeah, that, I'll that's see a, I
1: just did I'll it. see you in seven months at Yoki 4. <laughs> <Yonky Bor. laughs> that's a good one. And that'll be a different one. So, <laughs> Entirely. So
0: my, you know, my, my sort of pet peeve is whenever we have a Shabbat, a Sabbath morning service that's assigned to a different group organization in the temple, so like Men's Club or Sisterhood, everyone, you know, takes a, a turn and they and they run services, uh, you know, they run services that week. They hand out all the parts, they assign all the pages and the readings, and it's really a wonderful thing. It gets people involved in a way that they're not used to being involved, um, it challenges some people that they take on, you know, some part or tour reading that they're not used to doing, and it, it's, all, it's all good, I mean, it, it's, it's what Temple should be doing, and it, it's a very nice thing. But it, it comes with a level of preparation, where members who have a certain part, if they're not familiar with it, they're going to need a recording for me, whether that's, you know, in the old days it was a, a cassette tape, a, a cassette tape or a CD, or now of course I just make MP3 recordings and I email it to everybody. and. So I do that. Sometimes they want to meet with me, so we make an appointment, and they come in my office, and they'll go over it, and I'll help them, uh, and I'll sign. And typically, the the two, three weeks leading up to one of these services, I'm constantly recording and meeting with people and doing all that. And then, and, and everything works out fine. We get to the service. Everyone does a great job. And But I don't have any formal role in the service. All the parts are handed out. They're already assigned. So somebody will invariably come up to me and say, Oh, Cantor, you have the week off. We're not paying you this week. Ha, ha, oh. ha. Yeah. So I decided that I would actually keep track of how many people came up to me with that joke during the most recent instance. And I think I counted six people made that joke to come me. Come on. Six people
1: people unnecessarily appreciate. I wasn't going to say understand, but appreciate that when you are as long in the tooth as we
0: are. I'm so long in the tooth I can't even get my jaws shut. (laughs)
1: <laughs> As I'm looking at I, teeth I, I think,
0: right now, I, I think,
1: I'm, you I'm, do have, like, I, I do. I've teeth. Lo- I think
0: I'm long in the tooth. You are long in the tooth. I, I'm, <laughs> like
1: a, I'm like the saber-tooth canter. It's awesome okay. that you say, no, I should be the saber-tooth canter because our hockey team is the Buffalo Sabres.
0: Uh, so I see what you did there. But
1: you, you like that? Like, how I brought that kind of you little bit full circle. full
0: circle, another tribute to but Buffalo. Well done. done. Well done. Yes,
1: go Sabres. But I will say this, that, like, I, th- I think that people really um, don't, necessarily appreciate the fact that when you are ingrained in the community as as long as the tenure that both you and I have mm-hmm. within our own respective, not even congregations, but in the community. The
0: whole community, absolutely. The
1: entire community that, that there is no off button. That even if you're sitting in the congregation of your own synagogue, even though you've spent hours and days and weeks preparing others to to lead services and you're there in support and celebration of Shabbat that you're still working
0: you're you're, you're never because
1: off. Of, Right, you're never off and you're not anonymous and people still want to follow up with you about their their ill parent or or an impending birth or, or something and or how their bar bat mitzvah child is doing and God forbid something should go wrong in that service, you'll be called upon in and, and a moment's notice to leap into action. Right, and,
0: and, and of course, ironically, save the day. Ironically, these services, while they're very rewarding and they're worthwhile and I'm glad we do them, are about quadruple the normal workload That's I would right. I would have. So even even if I were it's like able clarity. to be off, right, I'm doing four times yeah. the amount of work that and I would do if I work. were just leading the service myself.
1: That is a, such a true story. And you know what? You have a different situation than I do because when...
0: Because I'm not in Buffalo?
1: Y- y- you, sh- you know right, what? I'll,
0: I'll, It'll be I'll a lucky stop. day when you, know you
1: step into the you 7 one six. I would like
0: to I would like to apologize for my Buffalo comment by treating for the next round of drinks.
1: Uh, I already actually sent that bill to you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs>
0: Thank
1: all. you. Because you about. are long in the two. <laughs> I am So this. you have more money than I do. Okay. I'm just saying. All right. So my point is, is that... Well, wait.
0: See, what, what, what was I don't your point?
1: Even my point. Uh, see, you no, were saying no. You were lost. Sisterhood. Oh, All right.
0: My experience is different than yours. Yes.
1: So when um, any group accompanies our worship, unless we have a scholar in residence, and even that I would still participate in some peripheral form in, in leading worship, that I, um, I, like Sisterhood in particular, because that service just passed a few weeks ago. I helped and worked with our sisterhood ladies and helped send out parts and prepare them and called them up. And I was actually side by side with them on our BEMA. So I wasn't even sitting in the congregation. I can only imagine what it would be like. It's not very um, comfortable as a, a professional it's, to be
0: It's very a difficult. guest in the house. Yes. It's also very difficult when you're just used to doing it yourself, when you're used to being... The professional, and when you're used to when you're when you're used to being in control of things, to give up the control first of all for those of us who are control freaks, and to watch somebody else do it, or to listen, or to be a spectator. I'm sure this happens. I'm sure this happens in in most other professions where where you have to take on the role, the seeming role of layperson, right, and watch it be done by somebody else. So your two reactions are usually. Wow, that person is incredible, and that's it's great. Or,
1: holy, God, I really
0: wish I were doing this myself.
1: I really wish there was a bar in the synagogue right now. <laughs> I uh, Doesn't matter what synagogue, that, because that's a, you know that that is a pet peeve of mine. I gotta say, like as a professional yeah, pet peeve, and I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you about another thing that really kind of you know.
0: Get, go gets ahead. Gets my goat. Get, gets get, my goat. Get it off your chest. Gets my goat. You are just
1: full of puns. I'm punning today, you right? You
0: are the worst expression yeah. person. I ever.
1: one time was so mad at my husband that I one time said, you are walking on thin water. And he looked at me. <laughs> and
0: that was the end and, of the fight. And, and,
1: and Bennett, <laughs> yes, that was the end of the fight. And Bennett looked at me and he was like...
0: Did you really say walking on thin water? I did. I did. Except for nice.
1: <laughs> I gotta say, one of my other pet peeves is when I am in the congregation as a worshipper. I'm not even a big fan of the word worship, but th- when I'm in there
0: Does that happen often? Or just on isolated occasions? Are you saying your congregation or any congregation?
1: It's rarely in my congregation. Okay. So if you're a guest,
0: if you're out and your if I'm a family right, function, if I'm you know, off right, yeah. or
1: when, whenever I'm I am away to attend those, I, I like it because it's that continuity for me. I can't not be in the synagogue, certainly on Shabbat. Doesn't matter what synagogue. And and I gotta tell you, one of my biggest pet peeves, and this actually irks me more than the can't ambiguous be- mikomocha right. or or hey, do you remember I, who I am?
0: I, I'm still I'm still waiting to hear what this place, this massive pet peeve is. Okay, this,
1: when you're sitting in the congregation and there is um, a non credentialed, cantor-type uh, yes. Yes. weird person who makes incorrect, inappropriate, liturgical choices to sing. So, for example, in an earlier episode, you had mentioned, you know, when we were talking about, like, self-care and finding our own spirituality, keeping things fresh, in the prayer Ahava Rabbah. You had made mentioned. Uh, That's right. There mention was a, of... There
0: was a word I liked. Um, it was vidabek, which means to affix, or actually literally the modern Hebrew would be to stick, to stick to, which I thought That's was a, a great descriptive word. Like my hands word. are from right. this old-fashioned right, right sorry. now.
1: <laughs> which <laughs> I'm like slowly... Could, like you, pretty... could
0: you spill half of it. I, I, I did do that.
1: This I is do not... Do, I do do that. This
0: is not Penny's <laughs> first old-fashioned. No, uh, but, no. But, but we digress. Yes, okay. yes,
1: for sure. But the thing is, is like... There are certain prayers you recite in the evening and there are certain prayers that you recite in the morning and and, um, when you have untrained non-credentialed people leading services and in this more more cases than not I would say ninety nine point nine percent of the time the non-credentialed person leading the service fills the role of what a cantor would fill, they make incorrect, inaccurate, and or, unliturgical, ill-liturgical or, Ill, choices.
0: Ill-advised liturgical choices. But, or, or just butcher words. Or and just, it makes or me just, want to
1: throw my c-door at them.
0: I don't. The it, problem is, we, we have done this in part to ourselves because we have allowed, or it's just been over the course of generations, the term cantor has become... Okay. N- it, it, it's not always a title it's become a generic word a generic description a noun for anyone who leads services we don't no other profession does that if you know if, if you put a band-aid on someone you oh thank you're you. not a doctor thank you doctor I That's appreciate right. that right. and and if you know nobody can call themselves uh, a even doctor a rabbi. or even ra- of course rabbi if if you're let's say in a synagogue which Assigns or gives people the chance to take a turn delivering, you know, that week's Devartor torah, a commentary. We, you know, oh, we don't say that person is going to be the rabbi this week.
1: No, you never. You'd never hear that.
0: But, but it's acceptable. It's
1: this person's playing cantor. This this group is the cantor. Right.
0: If if people um, sometimes at summer camps, at Jewish sleepaway camps, or Jewish day schools, where the different groups or bunks or classes. Take turns leading the daily prayer. They might very well say, "Okay, you know, this grade, this bunk, um, will be the cantors."
1: It's like the catch-all phrase for traditional. This group is going to be the cantor, like because they're just just singing.
0: Right. They're just lead. So, not you know that that they don't have
1: definitely a lot more drinks. Absolutely. That they
0: don't have you know the training and the knowledge that goes beyond it that they can just lead services. And that is not to say that we do not. Look, I was one of those, Matt, but giant, I was learning. One giant part of our jobs, of course, is teaching people to lead services. I mean, it's, we want that to happen, but we also want to maintain some level of quality control, and we need a better term. Luckily, we do have a better term, We just nobody really uses it, but the term Shlichat Zibor, or for female, Shlichat that literally meaning uh, messenger or representative from the congregation, that that term is the generic or lay person term for someone who's leading services to say, you get to be Schleich Sibor today. Cantors of course are also Schlichet Zibor, that's the plural term. And you know I guess one could say all cantors are Schlichet Sibor, but not all Schlichor are Our cantors. cantors. And we that we is really so should true. and One thing also is the the term to describe how we are credentialed. That's there's no constant there either. When rabbis become rabbis from wherever they, from whatever school school or program or seminary, they um, well, there's a term in Hebrew, but whatever in English we say they're ordained. That they're ordained rabbis. In Hebrew we
1: say smicha.
0: Correct. We do not have the same uh, consistency in our profession. Depending on which program, which training venue, um, a cantor came out of. We would say some cantors are ordained, um, and others, including those um, from the seminary in the conservative movement, are invested. And we, we have investiture, in which I don't movement. even know what that means. And just
1: recently in the reform movement. Oh, so that, movement, that's recent. They, they just recently. Okay. So maybe with, within the past decade, I don't, I don't, I'm not exactly sure the year, but that's when they started ordaining. I think ordaining
0: it's. it's I think it's an important message. I think. I think. That when you say rabbis are ordained but cantors are not ordained, even though we are considered as full du- dual clergy members alongside our rabbinical right. colleagues, um, which which nobody denies, that why do we not have the full benefits of ordination as well? Our, it's just that our training, or the kavod. our and that's what happens. We don't get the honor. We don't get the the you know the the full view or respect of lay people. Even though most people wouldn't say, well, are you invested or ordained? But I think it's a message that that gets sent, and it, it kind of dilutes our profession a little bit. So, uh, uh, wow, a we, little bit. We,
1: speaking of diluting, we, you've been talking so much that your ice cube is diluting I, I, I am, your old-fashioned. I,
0: I am parched. You are parched. <laughs> <laughs> I need to have a drink. This This, got, this was supposed to be a because fun episode. We got too serious.
1: That's because we were talking about the sea
0: the the C
1: word. That's right. Oh you're oh, no. looking at us it. not no. loving us right now. No. no matter where we go. I always seem to offend people when I say the C word.
0: We're gonna have the to The
1: canter. With a capital C. Have,
0: we are going to have to go to another venue pretty soon. We right? are. Okay. I, I hope but we're we have a poisoned we're Louisville. Not Louisville. Louisville Louisville.
1: Another pet peeve. I, I Speaking remember. of pet okay. peeves.
0: Do you have another pet peeve Penny?
1: Yes. Oh, this is this is one that's near and dear to my heart, <laughs> <laughs> or near and dear to my um, my my um, gender identity. Cantor, we know that you're a woman. You're a lyric soprano, but why can't you sing lower like a man? Uh, that's my that's one of my favorites.
0: Well, everyone. I mean, I hear that all the time. Even though you hear that? I I, I hear comments. To say, oh, I have nothing against a woman's voice. I, I, or, I have nothing against women cantors, but I just can't sing with them. Yes. Or, it's too operatic. Too or operatic. Some, and and... and I'm like you can if you can sing with a man you can sing with a woman
1: That's right. In fact, what you know, I actually I end up taking down pieces of music several keys make, which means I make them lower. You do. I, I and I have to to fit the congregational voice because it's not about me like singing to them, you know. It's it's you know, I'm trying to engage all all of y'all. Oh, all y'all!
0: All y'all! You, you just you all went,
1: y'all in worship.
0: You, you just went full Louisville. There. I, I went
1: full Louisville. <laughs> Louisville. Louisville.
0: Louisville. Well, speak speak of going full Louisville, uh, we we, we, have to, go we, back. we have to we have to we have wrap, to wrap we have to wrap to this to the episode up. Now. We ha- I think we should go to the distillery or at least sit here and enjoy yeah. another. I don't I don't know if we can even enjoy another old fashioned, but I'm
1: gonna enjoy another old fashioned.
0: You Yours is watered down, speaking I, I, of distilled. Because I've been doing all the talking, I have not been, I have I mean, not been it's drinking been drinking it serious, so it did. this is not okay. All right, so we will, uh, <laughs> off, off camera, when we're done, off microphone, we're going to enjoy the rest of our, <laughs> the rest of our drinks. Um, In Louisville. But we would love to have you come join us. We're sorry that you're not here. So the next time that we all get together, we promise the, the drinks, drinks are, are on us. On.